Decorating Pages is a podcast dedicated to taking you behind the scenes of the designs of your favorite TV shows and films. Each episode, I'll be sharing design stories from some of Hollywood's most famous sets, interviews from set decorators, production designers, directors, and actors about creating the look of TV and film, about their design inspirations, and stories that take sets from page to screen. Hello, and welcome to Decorating Pages. I'm your host, Kim Wanup. How you doing out there? Um, I am coming up for air. <laughs> I have a little bit of renewal in my job that has been so busy. I am set decorating the fourth season of For All Mankind, and it's been unbelievably busy, unbelievably bearing in just getting sets done for the first block. Um, a block is when you shoot more than one episode at a time. Um, so we shoot in blocks of two. And so having two episodes ready, uh, to shoot simultaneously is as people who do it, it's challenging because it's not like, oh, there's 12, there's 12 sets in this episode. Well, there's 15 in this episode. So there's 27 sets in, you know, the amount of time that you have to shoot. So it's been, and there we've done an amazing job, I'd have to say my production designer, Seth Reed, in um, bringing the fourth season um, into a new decade uh, as the show jumps decades uh, every, almost every 10 years for every season, which is really interesting and is one of the things that drew me to the show and they have a bit of an alternate history. So it's and technology is a little bit further along than reality. So that helps me because we're in the 2000s. So um, we are done shooting block one and almost done shooting block two, but I have four days of double ups. So double ups are when one block or one episode shoots the same day as another episode. So if you can believe it, <laughs> that means that I have four days of two units, a, a first unit and a second unit. One is shooting the first block, the other one is shooting the second block, and it's very confusing for me. I don't know what it is on this show that they will have five, three or four or five sets per day. So you're shooting like 10 sets a day and it's for four days and I just feel like when this happened a month ago or three weeks ago on the first and the second block were overlapping, uh, I feel like that was like a real, real low point because <laughs> I just couldn't keep it straight and it was a lot. And now I'm embarking on these four days and it's a lot, but I have asked uh, for some help and my producers are helping us um, get through these sets and even if that means bringing in another decorator, which is, I'm so thankful for. Um, so yeah, there are ways to get through the rough times, <laughs> uh, like a rough patch, like in a marriage. You just, you know, you, get, you do a little therapy and you get through the rough patch, I guess. And um, so I'm feeling like renewed in a sense, like I have a little breath of air here since I have another decorator coming in. 
and a little under overwhelmed because I have four days of two units. And then Friday, actually, um, this today is Sunday that I'm doing this. Friday, we had three units because we had a montage unit. So we had three units going. Yes. So this is what you could be up against, people. You have to be able to multitask. You really got to gotta have a strong team for this. It's a lot of moving pieces, and I am so thankful that I have um, such strong buyers um, and uh, my lead man, Patrick Alvin, my buyers, Ashley Rice, Katie Sheary, and Howard Warman, and my, my everyone. It's just so amazing. My coordinator, Shannon Sweeney, my PA, Ashley Enright. I'm just super thankful for the team I have on this because I couldn't do it. I abs- you cannot do your job alone without a strong team on, on big projects. So it is great when you work with people you have a rapport with and you are able to have a shorthand with them. <laughs> It all, it all helps in things like this. So I'm super stoked because I get to focus just a little bit more maybe on the podcast. Um, I want to end this, se- end this uh, season or this year really strong. So hoping to have some really exciting interviews for you uh, coming up. And also, by the end of the year, I will have hit uh, 100 episodes. Can you believe that? That you have listened to 100 episodes of me. <laughs> well, I hope you have. I don't know. Like, how could you stand it? I don't know. How could you do that? But um, And I'm hoping that if you enjoy this podcast, you rate it on iTunes or any of your listening platforms. I truly appreciate any reviews because um, it helps. It always helps. To let me know how I'm doing. <laughs> what else is going on? I really have not watched uh, much TV this week. So what Wanup is watching is pretty null. I'm on. I'm still on Dahmer. It's hard to get through, but I am enjoying all the sets and um, production designer Matthew Flood Ferguson and set decorator Melissa Leach. Leach. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal job hitting this period and the blood and the gore and it's not really over the top it's uh it's just really that it's true that this story is so i think hard to digest here but it's very well done and i forgot to look up who the dp is but bravo i think it's all really well done what else am i watching i'm still watching that patient on hulu and i don't I can't even remember what happened last week. There's nothing happening on that show. I don't know if I would recommend it as a show. Uh, I don't know. I hate to say that. Everybody's work is so good. But the show is not good. I don't get it. Unless they're setting me up for some dynamic ending here that I'm holding on to. That's about it. And then, you know, I'm watching My Housewives because I gotta, gotta, gotta just veg out. Salt Lake is back on, thank God. <laughs> and we're winding up those Beverly Hills. Woo! What a season. I'm really glad that Rana's not coming back. So that's about it for me for what Wanup's watching this week. On this episode, I'm speaking with production designer Eve McCarney. Eve started her career as an art director in advertising. And then after deciding it wasn't really for her, she followed her path into production design in TV and film. 
originally from Philly. Go birds! Eve started working independent projects in Philly, New York, and eventually making the move out to Los Angeles. Eve attributes her success to working on projects while continuing to educate herself with classes such as hand drafting, SketchUp, and others. Being a horror genre fan, Eve's current project, American Horror Stories, is right up her alley. The 10-episode anthology series includes sets that are period, modern day, and sci-fi. You can also see her work in the period western film The Ballad of Lefty Brown, and another horror anthology series on Hulu called Into the Dark. You can catch her uh, website at www.evemccarney.com. She's got some beautiful pictures on there of her work. So I hope you enjoy. you but I do miss the leaves and I know I miss it how letter. long how long have you been here like 2008 so like 13 oh, years yeah. 13 years I mean it's it doesn't feel like that long like I was in New York and I yeah. loved it for like three years I was like oh my god and I worked in advertising and I worked at a newspaper you know and I, I did that whole city life and then the fourth year I was like mm. it just <laughs> I kind of hit my limit I think and there's only so much like you know, subway and there's, there's just things about the city that, that initially were so novel that became old. And then I moved here and I just, I've never kind of looked back, I guess. Yeah. It just, it just feels like, and, and I do what I love. I mean, part of it, I did start film in New York, but I really got my start here when I moved here and I left my like well-paying job in the city to start a brand new career. My dad's like, what? <laughs> I, don't even, like, I, I don't even, I can't conceive really working in New York. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't, because I've been, there was like some sort of plan of mine to like, when I first started, like, okay, well, get in to the union, which didn't make sense, because then I'd have to join another union. And then I'll go over there and I'll go back and then I'll be close to my family. And then it was like, well, that's not going to work. And then there is like, how could I even do, I have no idea where to go. I don't know what to do over there. And it seems like a nightmare to even like dress a set. So I remember being, when I first started, I was like, cause I was doing those small projects where I'm doing everything right. Like I'm the art director or designer, but like, there's no decorator. So I'm doing it all. Right. And it's like subway. I don't have a car. And it's like, how do you take your kit? How do you take your gear? Cause at that point, like I was building a kit and things and like out here, it was just easier um and the resources out here and there are prop houses like I went to the weapons prop house and you know there were things but um it is a lot I think it's a lot harder logistically and I hear things about the crews you know I I was super early on indie world when I did work there but when I hear about union features and things and people I people that have worked with those crews they're like it's like kind of like it's very um really hard to break in yeah right like all family like nepotism and yeah and almost mobbed up in a way like where they kind of control it (laughs) very Um, east coast it's not (laughs) exactly and i get that and i part of me likes that but um so you did impeachment right i did i did that's the only ryan murphy i've done and um i it was awful in a sense of the scheduling and just the basically have everything ready right now because we don't know what we're shooting. Um, I actually found that when Ryan directed, 
uh, it was better because yeah. he was actually like, no, yes, no. Well, just... Yeah, and that, and then you just go with it. And I mean, there were some things like he wanted a bench, which oh, I don't know where that came. Okay, we'll find a bench. And then it was right. like, I don't like the color of that bench. And I was like, I'm lucky I found one bench. Like, right. I gotta go find another right. bench. And you're, they're holding it up for this bench. And you're like, okay. Um, but other than that, I actually found it's not him. It's this like persona and this like world that's been created and almost not fear but like anxiety around it that makes it so chaotic but I would say I got to do some wonderful sets and I love the way it was shot I loved our DP uh, Simon Dennis and I I loved uh, that aspect of it like I can I can look at that work and draw good from it so yeah. I, I'm I'm not that scarred from it. <laughs> but, That's good. I, didn't you walk on one of the sets and say I hate the color, and you guys had to like undress it, and then it had to get repainted. That that, that wasn't or? that. No, that was um, that was another. That was like a previous or, one. That was yeah, not Giovanni Versace, was it? No, I. It was it was one of the horror stories, and I and the designer and I think the decorator were like we're done. Like, I think they quit because of it too, because it had just been like back and forth. One thing after another. Yeah. yeah. So I, it's, t it's a tough world to live in, but yeah. So, but, but you, I mean, I know I'm jumping around a little bit, but you came right off of Into the Dark into American Horror Stories, right? So you've been doing some demon work for a little while. I mean, it's yeah. a little dark. Yeah. I love horror and I, I always have. So, and my mom, like we binge horror when I'm home together and I'm now getting my fiance. We're getting engaged. I don't know. Nice. I don't know what to call him right now, but, nice. um, but he's, I'm getting him into it. We watched the last two Halloweens to get ready for the, for the, new one. the next one. So nice. yeah, and he, this is great. And I'm like, okay, good. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I did some Blumhouse stuff early on at art directing and, it's it's fun to do horror i my thing with horror i love it and i and especially ryan murphy horror is so elevated so it's yeah. it's kind of amazing because it can be gorgeous and it can lean horror thriller or whatever yeah um but with um a lot of horror it's not that right it tends to be like it, it could be a bit cheesy although lately i feel like the trend is more towards high concept um so i really enjoy that but i do love doing period and i love yeah. doing you know yeah. I've, I've done a western like these are the yeah. things i love to do so this last season on horror stories i had a 1961 period episode right out of the gate which was really fun and then we did a night uh 1750s like Which was milkmaids, right? Was milkmaid, yeah. yeah. So colonies, um, and that was supposed to be Massachusetts, and we had like an 1850s flashback for an underground railroad, and supposed mm -hmm. to be Missouri. So it was nice because we were able to branch off a little bit and do these hybrids, genre hybrids of horror period which was interesting. And we had a couple episodes this year that lean more thriller and more just straight yeah. horror, and we're kind of exploring these other, other things. But yes, into the dark. Um, I went from comedy to Into yeah. the Dark, and and that was interesting because they were all holiday based. So you're doing, which I think is know, such a great concept, like Valentine's yeah. Day and like I, I mean, and Christmas and like all that. But 
I, I I started to look into it. I haven't seen the series, but I started to watch clips of it, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch this. Like, oh, this is this is fun. Like, po- it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I I don't think I can watch the pregnant lady one, but <laughs> delivered. Yeah, that one's that's that leans more psychological thriller as well. Um, and it was the same with that, where everything's a bit of a different flavor. It's why I love anthology. Because every single you're doing standalone stories, and those were features. Those were ninety oh, minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we were prepping them like sixteen days. So you have so you have a six. Let me just tell everyone you have a sixteen day prep for what like a three week shoot, like a sixteen or twenty. That's day shoot? what it was on Into the Dark. Yeah, it was a fifteen day prep for a sixteen day shoot on Into the Dark. Different directors. While you're but when you're shooting one, you're prepping the next. Yes. There's no hiatuses between. We, we had, sorry, let me correct that. We had a four-day hiatus. And what we would do, because it was the same electric grip department. So right. on the four-day hi- hi- hiatus, we would do the production meeting. We would do the tech scout. We would do those things. So they weren't really hiatuses in that in that true sense. No, 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 no. But it's, you're not shooting while you're prepping for at least a couple days. You can catch your breath. couple days. Yeah. That's on nice. <laughs> On the nice. story, we had two days between episodes. That's it, two days. I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any. I'm prepping four episodes right now while I'm shooting two. Like, I I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I'm so, all of a sudden I've gotten on these shows that don't have hiatuses anymore, and everyone's just okay with it. I'm like, yeah. okay. We need a longer hiatus on horror stories. It would, it would definitely, if we had, like, four or ideal would be a week, right? Like, yeah. a week to yeah. kind of. Because sometimes I'm prepping the episodes in 10 days and I'm, and I'm design, we're designing something, we're building it, we're dressing it and then we're shooting it yeah. and it's that quick and everything's brand new. No everything's brand new. So you don't have anything like, oh, they're going to be in the lab this day. So I got a day off. There's, There's everything's no new. Period. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's Help me enforce so that on page. It's um, so hard. <laughs> Dollhouse was, Dollhouse would not have been possible if it wasn't first because we had seven weeks to prep it and we barely got it done. In was, that location. I've shot that house. It's gorgeous. McNally? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. So we had three dollhouses. We had the Arboretum was the exterior, the mm-hmm. Queen Anne Victorian, but the front got modified to look like McNally. So we oh, did so a bunch did. of CG. So the architecture matched. We painted the front of McNally the same colors, wow. added the gingerbread, the detailing, and the posts and all of that. Um, so when you looked out, it, it matched. And then we, I built a small facade at the Van Wert Mansion, which is also in Pasadena, so we could get some ins and outs and tie the two properties together. So it was, it was quite a bit of juggling yeah. of things. Um, and and we wallpapered that entire. I can't believe they let you wallpaper that. Yeah. I was wondering about that. Now, at first, I was because I didn't recognize the location till that Moroccan room. Uh huh. And then I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, and then I was like, oh. They probably built that off of there because I I can't believe they let them wallpaper that. <laughs> the walls were, you know, they're in the middle of a renovation and um, it was a new owner. And we talked we talked about it with them and we did everything we could to do it in a way that would preserve what was there, the original stenciling and, and all of that. But yeah, I it was super important to the look to especially for me with these wallpapers, like cultivate this dollhouse in this world and leaning Victorian, still staying within the 60s time period and figuring the house was built in the 20s by Van Wert's dad. 
for him as a child. So taking into account all these things, that's when I went looking for those wallpapers. And I really, I like the idea of doing tone on tone wallpapers. So we did mm -hmm. that in the dining room that in the foyer and then we liked the mural the upper mural in the and it was a cove ceiling in the living room so we left that and did the animal menagerie mm -hmm. wallpaper in there um custom drapes you know with a, a back yeah. and front and then fringe and, yeah and it was a lot and it's great and color it's great uh, it's a great color background playing off of all of their costumes too which I'm sure you had to think about of like, oh, the white, it was a white clown, right? And then like the maid's dress and everything. I mean, it's all very graphic when, when they're all together. Yeah, so Lou um, and I talked a lot about the color with Lonnie and John Gray and we we looked at swatches and even Otis's um, pajamas mm. being like acid green um, color, you know, which, actually looks more almost like a mustard but it, it really played well in that environment we really had to think about what would pop on that red um and yeah we i i went more traditional with my colors like emerald greens and golds and and then the pink being more of a, a pale pink and she and she went fuchsia with the mm -hmm. you know, the nightgowns yeah we wanted something that would pop but then being being ball in tone as well um so that was really fun and it was fun to see them in the environment yeah those bright teals and, and greens and they bumped up the the saturations a bit which I think was really helpful to just to pop them and then if they were you know if the color was closer to the wallpaper they would have blended right? right so we really wanted that she almost went neon with some of it you know like the the the, the waitress looks almost 50s yeah right with the colors with the blue and the pink um so it was it was it was a lot of fun and it it was everybody working together the dp who was your dp I, on that Costa spawn i mean because i i th all of them are lit beautifully i mean they're all yeah. they all lit, like really accentuate all the sets and everything and i, I don't feel like anything was fighting she ended up we it's like the, we had the period ones like the harder and then we had the more contemporary and it turns out my one art director and Shasta were on those and, and my one we ended up getting a second decorator yeah uh yeah. why i mean i'm i'm all for it man i can't yeah, I, you got two ad's you got two dps on a lot of things you got two art directors like i don't know why i gotta do everything myself exactly <laughs> exactly and it just yeah with with the amount of sets it just it made sense but so i had one team on the odds and one team on the evens Perfect. and it was just funny the odds were they were they were all beasts every <laughs> single one of beasts and i'm like i looked at my art director and, and he's a he's he's done a ton of period and i'm like i'm really glad it kind of worked out this way because this is your this is your jam and <laughs> and julie did a great job as well on all the period stuff and she had a lot of fun with it because she's done multi-cam she's been all she's done all sorts of things but she she was like, I know this is going to be hard, but I'm really excited. And, um, and it was, it was great. It was, we had a really good dynamic, but that's what I was talking about with, as you know, it, it's just so challenging that it's all about your team and the communication within your team and that, that dynamic. And I have a good relationship with the showrunner. And so we would talk and we just had a flow to it. And that, that really helped. But this last season prepping a 1750s period piece and like, you know, 10 days, 14 days was, 
really really hard now did they give you any sort of heads up in the beginning of the series like do are they are there scripts are you just getting them like first day of prep or whatever like are first you... season i had three out of the gate mm. the first two were tied together so i had soft prep the third episode as we went when we hit when i got the fourth script which i had a breakdown first i didn't have the script right away that's when it really it started, it caught up to us and we're yeah. like, oh no, you know, yeah. and that was, cause it was kind of like, oh, cool. We, eight weeks we prep, you know, these two and, and we're shooting these two for 20 days or whatever. And so you feel like, oh, this is okay. And then we get in drive in and then it's, <laughs> it's like, not. now it's TikTok and now, you know, and it just, a naughty list and, and it just started to, to snowball. Um, this season, I only had the first episode and I was really hoping the same thing. I'd have a few and I didn't. I had Dollhouse and I didn't get Necro was the second one we shot. I know it aired seventh, but I didn't get Necro till we were shooting Dollhouse um, or maybe right before we started shooting it, something like that. We didn't get it super early. Um, it was okay. The timing of that, but there were a few that we got late. Um, but we would get like, you figure it out, right? Yeah. You, I mean, it just sucks. I'm just, I mean, I just want camaraderie that it's it's everywhere. <laughs> but no, as far as a heads up of like, we knew Dollhouse was period. Actually, Dollhouse, Necro, I'm sorry, let me correct that. Necro was supposed, I was incorrect, so use this part. <laughs> <laughs> Necro was supposed to shoot first. Dollhouse was supposed to shoot second. So I oh. believe Necro was, I had. And then, and we're prepping that a little bit, I think for like a little bit. And then it was like, you know what, we're going to shoot Dollhouse first, thank God, because given the scale, right. even just the toy factory alone, it would have been impossible. So we flipped those. So, so out of the gate, I had two. And then it was the next one, Aura, where we didn't get that for a little while. And then from there, and then I think Drive, we got okay. And, and Bloody Mary, I feel like Milkmaids took a minute. But I, I really like those Which you probably needed earlier. I mean, if anything, you probably needed that one, like... Early. I knew I knew maybe around the midpoint of the season that there was a 1700s period one coming. I didn't know what it was about, but I knew that. So I had already started to wrap my head around what branches could work mm. for our period buildings. And there's only so many. Right. Um, no, we have a Disney ranch. Here three places that we're going to go yeah. to make this happen. Um, yeah, so we did start, I'm sorry. So we did start out of the gate with, I had Necro and then I got Dollhouse quickly once they realized that they were going to flip those. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot, you know, I have, I had a really good, really, 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 really good team. My construction team is amazing without them. I don't know how it would have worked. Um, how, especially, I mean, you have all these sets, but then you have like an episode like Lake where there's so much water involved and what, like, did you do tanks? Like, did you have to like, design those elements underwater like how did that how did that go <laughs> so for a lake and I've never done that before so that was exciting yeah I remember telling my agent I'm doing an underground lake and he was like of course you are yeah you know it's like the joke of like of course you are because yeah. like nothing like your last episode can't be at all easy um so we we got a real lake out near San Diego Lake Jennings that's where we did all the uh, above above board work and a little bit of underwater work with them diving down in. And then we shot, I built the underground city and that scape 
in a tank table in the big tank. And that was really interesting. We did a lot of research on towns that were flooded to create reservoirs and dams. That's where we started because that's the storyline. And through that and looking at those buildings is how we designed our three structures, our remnants. And we only had so much space in that tank, but we kind of had, I had to create like a geography and a path for them to find, to be kind of in what looks like a normal lake, find this tricycle over onto something, find this sign. And then the guy gets grabbed and drowned, right? That's the first beat. And then the mom goes looking now she needs to go somewhere else. She needs to go a couple places and then she finds these bodies. So that had to be in a different place. And then she's got to find her son later. So there was a very specific geography to how, how that would work. And I, I did all these like maps, overhead maps in my sketchup of once I laid out all the structures, I went, okay, like this is her route. This is the sister's route. This is the brother's route. This is where he's going to drown. This is where she's going to find these. And then I, I went over that with the director and, and the DP and then, we, you know, craned in the pieces and bolted them down. And then the scenics came in and did some more zhuzhing. And then it was three days of greens and it was like 109 out there and we're down in that hole just, and it's just like plants and, you know, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was a lot of fun Mm -hmm. to do it hot, but I love, that's the kind of stuff I love. And like, oh, like these little pearl strands coming off the tree because we knew kind of, you know, go it. in the in the water and um and the, the my one regret is that I didn't swim it I actually was a swimmer my whole life and there was a day before shooting because they took two days to fill it and my prop master went in and GoProed and shot it for me and sent it to me to see if I wanted to make any adjustments and I just couldn't get there that day mm-hmm. to do it but I could have gotten in and yeah. swam like my sets and stuff and that would have been really really cool I did it vicariously through the video. Um, I think too, what's great about it is like when you're designing something like that, but it's underwater, there's movement. Like there's some sort of movement that you have to give your elements and like in in the greens or like the, how it's aged and everything. Like it's so, it's such an exploration of how you're going to age something or how you're going to you know, shoot it even. So that to me is like, oh man, I don't know where to start. It was with the research is how, you know, we just did so much research on what, what would, and it was supposed to be North Carolina. So like what would be in under lakes in North Carolina, what would be the things? And um, there was supposed to be like a park bench. And I was like, let's, let's look for something that's, you know, a bit more indicative of a town. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it's also the twenties to so their, uh, or is there some, sorry, it was a street bench. And I thought, well, it's a small town with one main street probably. Right. So right. maybe they have that, maybe they don't. And and so we kind of came up with these older signs and these facades and I wanted texture on the building. So they didn't just fall flat. So we had like brick with a concrete treatment. So the brick was kind of crumbling and showing through and we had rebar mm-hmm. and broken bits um, to create that geometry. And then even selecting the trees so my art director shot a lot of the stuff at green set and jackson and sent me and i i wanted stuff that had you know these these yeah. kind of gnarled limbs and and that you know there were these like driftwood kind of pieces that mm. just looked really cool and we kind of arranged them to create almost like a pathway through just mm. thinking about the, being the camera and moving through it and this is of course all happening without water right and then you put water in and we did a couple of things float that had to get you know, that's part of How it did too. you did did you have like oh hey we're filling the tank you know Tuesday afternoon and we're shooting Wednesday morning or did you have a minute to adjust between we filling it and shooting it? 
Um, we did it over the 4th of July weekend. That's when it happened. So they, they were supposed to start filling it. They were supposed to fill, I think, Sunday, Monday, and we shoot Tuesday. They were able to start, because we were ahead a little bit, they were able to start Saturday, because um, we were off Monday. So it was Saturday, Sunday, and then my team, the greens guy came out, saw some stuff floating, tacked it down when it was about halfway through. He was in waiters oh checking everything out when they were halfway full. Then he went back, a couple things. He was swimming in there with goggles and like doing stuff because he kept checking in with me like I can't and he was supposed to leave town he's like I can't leave I gotta make sure and then my prop master went the following day and so because we had these bodies and they were chained so that was all prop side so he was checking all his work and then he's a certified diver and so was one of his guys so they were my basically my onset dressers who is your prop master uh Mikey Trudell okay mm-hmm. and uh he Brooks, his assistant, was also a diver, so he became our onset dresser for the water work days because oh, wow. he could go in, and and we had all the all these water uh, safety people and divers. So, but he was able to go down. So then the first day of shooting, when I opened set, you know, he had taken a video, and we looked at everything, and the director was there, and we're talking about it, and we had one thing that kind of floated, and we we're like, let's hold on to that, and if we need some coverage somewhere, we'll just kind of tow it around, and that was great. But everything else had held. And then we awesome. added some rocks and some, there was a little bit of stuff to add um, on the day and they took care of that. And then there was a, like a gag where the hand comes up. And so we had <laughs> this little rubber gasket thing where the hand comes up and it had to be covered with sand. So he managed all of that. And then the, the sign had to be bolted down and reset. Um, and he did all of that. And so it was, it was fantastic, but everything. Wow. Amazingly. That's awesome. Aid and kind of worked. And we didn't go crazy with the sand because it will murk the water It'll and kick with up. The yeah. gets kicked up. So we had to be really minimal with that. So my painters painted the whole bottom of the sand color all the way kind of partly up and then it's black. So, you know, the hope is it falls off and um, it just, yeah, it was great. It was re- a really cool experience. I've never yeah, done anything that before. sounds like something, I mean, that's when I hear you describe it, it's like, God, our jobs are so cool. <laughs> Like, you would never think you get to do shit like this. And, like, yeah. I never thought I would be able to do that. And, look, we did it, and it's on camera, and they shot it, and it worked out miraculously. Like, there's also this thing I always think of. It's kind of miraculous that anything really gets done through all of these people in all of these departments coordinating this, like, say, this scene and the preparation that goes into it and even the writing and everything has to work together and they shoot it and then you know people enjoy it like it's amazing <laughs> really it is it's it's it was it's a, it was a really fun season season one it felt like into the dark was boot camp for horror stories because mm. yeah. it, it was the thing and and it was new every time and, and it was horror it was all of that and then this was like okay you know more money more time more you know more of everything to an extent still not enough as yeah. always yeah um and season one was the first season ever. And so we were kind of getting our footing footing and figuring it out. So season two was, we kind of, we knew what we were doing, right? We right. knew like with the producers, we all had like a rapport at this point coming back. So it felt a little, a little easier in that regard. Did you but have any, script, re- did, oh, sorry. Did you have any repeating directors? Were you come, did you have any? One, oh. um, Max Winkler, he did 
the naughty list and then he did aura this season he's lovely um but otherwise they were all new directors and manny wrote most of the scripts and he had written a lot last season and so he tends to be to weigh in on the creative as as a writer producer and he and i have a great rapport so that's always nice i love i love his stories and it was fun this season because we were kind of all you know drive was very noir yeah you know beyond saturated and then facelift is like you know hollywood regency i love the facelift i mean i love yeah. judith light you can't you can never go wrong she was, i couldn't she, I like, oh my god i know she was on impeachment and I was like, I can't believe I'm in the same room with uh, who's the boss. Like, I can't remember her name on the show right now. I know. But I was I like, know. oh, my God, this is just it's one of those moments when you're like, this is why I'm here. Like this woman, whatever, not the woman, but the show, like all of these things inspire you. And then you get to meet or work with these people. And you're like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> and she, she was so her. nice. I- yeah. yeah she was yeah. so nice she, was, so she nice. was absolutely lovely and it was it was a lot of fun to do the sci-fi element of like mm-hmm. you know like a scanner and and that kind of because I love science fiction so um that's that's something I really want to delve into at some point so were you always into sci-fi and that's what drove you into production design like how did you know that you wanted to do this like were you just interested into like sci-fi films or horror films and then both both yeah both but it wasn't really my love for those that drove me into it it was i was working at an advertising agency as an art director and i i had just gotten promoted and i i did i remember i did this course on uh concepting ads and it was to like make myself better i I always want to kind of be the best i can be and after the class, I went, I hate this. I was like, this is not what I want to do. Like, after that, I was like, okay. That's why you got to try things. So you know what you hate. It's like dating. You got to yeah. date a lot of dudes and be like, no, I hate that. So I know I'm not going to go for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, so we did. So I, uh, as, as I'm doing that, I have this wonderful uh, creative director, Anthony. And I'm talking to him like, oh, I don't think I want to do this because I, could have stayed on and become a creative director eventually and had quite a nice career and, and life in New York. And I just thought, I don't love it. And I want to do, I want to find something I love. I want to find my passion. And he's like, well, what do you love? And I was like, well, I always love movies. Like my mom used to rent like four blockbusters a weekend as a kid. And, you know, and well, maybe you can design posters like for movies, you know, movie posters. Cause I was heavy into graphic design. That's my, my, my background. And, and I'm thinking that sounds lame, you know, like, I don't really think that that's like, I mean, you're not really in it, right? No, you're just kind of but you're selling it. It's a big, it's kind of a big, it's it important. used to be bigger. Super important. Think yeah. about like all of those movie posters that were like, oh, uh, what's that about? Oh, now I don't even, I couldn't even tell you what a movie, <laughs> but I can't even tell you the last movie poster I've seen that made me want to see All you see really are billboards now, right? Yeah. For and it's usually and, for a for your consideration. That's all LA is. Exactly, all year long, exactly. it's for your consideration. <laughs> Only. Yeah. Um, so then I hear the Oscars, and they were still called art directors, because I mm. think it's in 2012, right? So, and it's like the Oscar for art direction. I'm like, I'm an art director. And it was that light bulb moment mm. where I went, well, what is that? And I start researching it. And I'm like, oh, why well, already do this? And I already do that. And I'm good at that. And, you know, I had studied art history and I've been an artist my whole life, painting and drawing. And um, and, I, and I 
taking sculpture and photography. So I've, I've always really had a heavy hand in it. It's one of the reasons why I went into graphics. My dad's like, shame, you can't do something with your creative side. And so here we are. And I thought, well, I'm going to try this. And, um, I, I signed up for a short film on Craigslist nice. and I got the job and I had $300 in three days to do everything for this short film. Millionaire. <laughs> I'm making like kilos of heroin in my apartment on the floor with like, flour and like plastic wrap and tape. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I'm like, this is so fun. And I like put it on my kitchen table. And then there's like a, a little alley with the view. And I'm like, oh my God, my neighbor kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, right. drug dealer. Was um, this Philly or was it? New York. New York. This New York. Was oh, well, then yeah. yeah. We both. But yeah. And, uh, and I'm like, oh God. And so I show up the first day of filming is at a prison in Queens. And I'm wearing flats and like, I just, it was, I had no clue yeah. what I was doing. like. I'm in, my feet were killing me after that day. So I walk in and I'm like, oh my God, I was like, this is amazing. And then, you know, it's social, it's, it's always changing. There's always a new challenge and the collaboration and it just, it just clicked. And I went, this is it, this is it. And, yeah. and then began my journey to, to learn the role fully. And so I took a course at SVA on production design. I learned how to do breakdowns and worked under amazing set designer, production designer, Italian production designer that taught me kind of the, that logistical side, which I'm, I'm brained that way. I'm, I'm wired that way. So that was really helpful um, to just understanding the task ahead, Yeah, you know, and I props and all of it and that that really benefited me in my early career and then when I moved to LA I took a course at UCLA to learn hand drafting and then I taught myself SketchUp and then I started using SketchUp and the more I did it the better I got at it and so the construction side of things was the thing I needed to learn the most about everything else was I either already knew or was pretty second nature to me but it was the building that initially frightened me yeah I didn't know how to do it yeah and I learned it and, and then, it be, and now like all I want to do is build all the time because, you know, you can make it whatever you want it to yeah. be. Yeah. You can put in those details and your paint colors and your wallpapers and your moldings and really give yeah. the wall, the walls character before, yeah. before I get there, <laughs> which is always really nice totally. because whenever they're like, oh, it's just a one wall set. We'll just throw up a flat. I'm like, oh, right. Please don't make, <laughs> please give it a piece of chair mo- chair molding anything like, can i get something just to not just to help me out to help me yeah but yeah i i would have to say uh i think that that it's commendable for you to educate yourself probably on the job and through classes i'm assuming like you did them both like sort of hand in hand and then because it only helps you be prepared for your next job. Like it only can make you more valuable as an art director, as assistant art director, anything to be prepared in knowledge and, and to be good at it. Like that's, I, I'm, I find that really commendable that you did both. <laughs> I still take classes. I, I took an advanced sketchup not that long, probably like right in the middle of COVID or maybe towards the end of that first surge. But I, when I got good enough at SketchUp and I was using it, I was like, I want to now be like better. So I, I yeah. would take SketchUp. There was a SketchUp school. There's the ADG classes. There's all these classes. And so I would take as much as I could. And I'm now an advanced user. I taught myself uh, render software, nice. right, to be do renders and, and concepts. 
then took a course on that to bone that up and be even better. And, and I learned some shortcuts I didn't know. And that was helpful because it can take, I mean, days to do a yeah. concept render. Oh, yeah. Um, catch up. And but I, it was important because I wanted to be able to present my ideas in that way because that's so big for what I do is is the vision, right? And what is your vision? Now I have concept artists yeah. for the most part. Yeah. I didn't always have that. So on ballot, I really wanted to show what the governor's office was going to look like. So I, I was able to create that sketch from my, my sketch up. I was able to create that concept art and the director was like, wow, this is great. And I just wanted to be able to do it. It took a really long time, but it was worth it. Um, but yeah, so I, 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 that's the biggest piece of advice I have for people looking to get into the business or to move up in the business is to educate yourself. There's so many resources out there where you can yeah. learn programs yeah. um, or bone up on things or become an advanced user. I don't do Vectorworks or CAD. I thought about it and I realized it's, it's a skill that I don't need. Yeah. Um, and if I learn it, then it could be putting me on a different path that I, I don't quite want to go down. They're I don't, amazing. I don't, I knew, I knew CAD and I knew Vectorworks a long time ago. And then I taught myself SketchUp through that because it's really kind of just an easier version of everything and especially sure. easier for our world. I don't think in the amount of changes and everything that we go through that CAD and Vectorworks are probably the be be better route. I think it is SketchUp and like that route to go anyway <laughs> with the amount sure. of quick with changes. Yeah. There's like all these tools that are enhancing that. I mean, when you're talking about a super detailed piece of yeah like a piece of truck yeah or, yeah yeah or a special like the dollhouse bedroom had it like a octagonal kind of dome that ceiling. ceiling oh my god that ceiling was fantastic thanks i sometimes oh. i'll dream ideas mm. when i'm like oh something so i'll wake up at 2 a.m and be like oh well, yeah the ceiling pitched <laughs> yeah and octagonal like the thing there's an octagon in the middle and that's where the lamp's gonna go and like i had this whole thing and i came in the next day and told my art director and he's like that's cool and I was like, <laughs> like in the middle of the night and he's like cool and it was the same for the office in the factory so because we built oh, that yeah. whole office and i was like oh i want the ceiling to go up and i want it to be a skylight you see it for all of like a minute i know screaming. i actually wanted to ask you about that was that <laughs> was that whole was that a, a, all a build the factory so we shot at Lacey Street uh -huh. okay. downtown. Like yeah. the good, it's it's funny we That's could not perfect find for that set. <laughs> it was so perfect, and and you know it's been years. I we, everybody shot there right years and years and years ago, but it's it's been a long time. And I came up with it when oh my god Lacey Street because we were looking for all these specific things, and it had what we needed. It had the exterior we needed, and had the interior space. And then we built within the space, so we shortened that space by half. So we had a dividing wall with a, a door, and we added windows so they could blow out some light and a backing wall, so you could get people coming in and out, mm. in and out of the space. Then at the other end, there's a big window at the top, a circular window, which was really cool and graphic. We had to demo. There were there were plywood between the the supports oh. that were blocked the view to the window and we had to get an engineer out make sure we could actually pull them down <laughs> which we did and then we had to get you're like in the whole goddamn building do <laughs> it, it was nuts it was such a big and and we're in that i mean it's a part of the story but i just wish we were in it for a little longer you yeah. know and then the office is, he wants to be looking out on everybody and um initially we were talking about putting it up but with the way the ceilings were in the beams it didn't make a lot of sense so we we did the thing with the pitch ceiling and a little bit of a skylight 
and we did that wood with with the mirror so he could be centered looking out on the floor and and then we capped there was some brick that was a bit down so we capped that with wood left them left the window kind of capped mm. around all that and then we had to do a lot of work to bring the space up a bit because it was a bit too down <laughs> yeah. but but it was but it worked it was for not the scene i mean it, it worked i was like whoa this is like a huge huge build <laughs> i was like i wonder i, I didn't i didn't really recognize that at all yeah. The amount she did with the set deck. We built the doll head drying racks because they don't oh my exist. God. Uh, yeah, the big machine that comes down to mold the dolls. You, did you build, you so, had to build all that, right? Yeah. So interestingly enough, that fell to my team. We did, we had several things. The injection infusion machine, we built the casing, we did the research and drew that up. And then we needed the parts to make it work. And it ended up falling to my art director and I, and we went to an aerospace place and I just, we just walked around and I was like, this looks cool. This looks cool. And we brought all these parts back to stage and we just played around with the configurations. That's what and I'm that, in now. I'm in that world of like, just pick it and it'll look cool in space. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and there's, there's like a part where you want, want to be accurate and, but you yeah. also want it to look really cool. So there, yeah. there's a line there. And, um, and honestly, you couldn't really see in the, the, the older machines, but I wanted to be able to see parts of this. I just thought it'd be more interesting. So I had two versions and then I'm looking at it and I'm going, no, I want to combine these. And I did that and put together a board for the director. And he's like, I love it. And so then we had the pieces and then had a handoff to special effects to do the the liquid and, and all that. And then the prop master got the doll mold made. Oh my gosh. That was a, a thing. So then it had to move and it had to move to, to connect to that. And then you had the human doll mold. And everybody's like, whose job is that? And I was like, well, it's us. Do you know what I mean? It's got, it's us. I don't, you don't really know, but it's us. (laughs) But I wouldn't have paid for that. I don't think it's set deck. (laughs) I don't know about construction. It's definitely not set deck, but it's kind of like, is it special effects? Because the injection infusion machine, quite honestly, could have been a special effects build, but there was, there were a lot of effects. They're not as big of a department. You know, my construction guys are like, I don't think this is us. It's like, please just build me the housing. Please just build me the housing. Yeah. Like, yeah. our director and source the parts. I think it's kind both. Of it. yeah. I, it's, a, it's, it's, it's one both. of those gray areas. Yeah. And then the, the the doll mold is a specialty thing. So we got a sculptor in and we sculpted it in foam. And then we 3D printed the face, the actress's face. And then that went in, that went in and then was sculpted. And then that got coded, hard coded, and and it was a process, and it was getting wow. measure the actress several times, get the depths and everything. So she's it, beautiful. It I love that that chick. She was so good in the first ladies. She played a young um, Betty Ford. Oh yeah. Oh my god, she yeah. was fantastic. And I was I was thinking about her. She's I'm like she looks like a doll. What a good casting. <laughs> totally, and she was. I mean okay, you can measure me again, you know, because we're like, oh, sorry, can we measure you? Like, we just wanted to make sure, Yeah, you know, she's laying in this, this yeah. has to be perfect. And, and it all worked. And, you know, it's a bit scary as well. And then you had to, how do we hack the machine to, for a human sized doll? So that there was a conversation about how that was going to work and what, so it was quite a bit of engineering on mm. Dollhouse. It was all these pieces. pieces. The escutcheon plate was custom. There was concept art because it was a face yeah, and the mouth was the key. The handles are. And I would think hair and makeup has to get in on that too. Like it's just really a multi-department uh, procedure there, because you you'd have to have, um, especially when she's at the end, the doll, like the prosthetics and everything. You still have to match up with what you guys made, or like 
you know, seemingly like it has to look in the same vein. So yeah, yeah. our special effects makeup guy did like the hands, arms, and the face, right, with like a bit of a neck. And then, you know, obviously with the CG when it broke, there was just, there were so many moving parts, even even in the dollhouse foyer, and it's it's a detail that you might not pick up. We, I saw this rabbit um, fabric, and it was like these little bunnies, and, and it, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. And, and I was like, can we find this to Julie? And she's like, uh, and my PA was really good at research. I kicked it to her. She found a place in like Massachusetts that had it. And we ordered the fabric and we did the bench in that. And we did the curtains. Oh, beautiful. And to me, it's those little touches that yeah. just tie in with that emerald wallpaper. And that had like a nice sheen and a texture to it. And it's just, you know, everything in the little reading nook with the little balloons on strings. Oh, and, yeah. Know, the green it's... curtains. And... I loved it all. I mean, I think Dollhouse is like such visually just so perfect for that script like you guys yeah. nailed it it's it's really well Thank done you. yeah they're all good but like that one i think stands out to Very me special. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely spring. i'm Be happy with it <laughs> who um do you had did you have any input on like the masks look like did that play into like the production design at all or did that is that strictly was that props was that that was Honestly, it was there. The director wanted eyes without a face. There's that, I think it's from the 50s. Mm -hmm. He loved the way that that mask felt really creepy and not too distinctive, but just there's just something really um, eerie about it. So that was his pitch, and Ryan liked that. So then it became, well, how do we design these? So Jason Hammer, our special effects makeup, is the one that made those. Mm. He kind of does. He did Ball, you know, the demon. He does all of that stuff. Um, when it comes to creating it to that way, it'll kick to Jason. If it was something say it's a Halloween episode and we need masks and that would kick to Mikey props. But in this situation, it was Jason creating custom mm. and we went through several rounds. I saw, I loved the concept. I thought this is great. And, and it was kind of in line with what we were already doing. So I was looped in on that, but it was more, I think as a little bit as an observer and it was more about John Gray, Lonnie and, and Ryan kind of finding it out went through several rounds to get, I think what they felt was right. And I think the end product was quite oh, yeah. perfect. For creepy. So creepy. Yeah. So creepy. <laughs> and it was also creepy. I was, I was telling a friend that I was going to uh, interview you and I was like, yeah, it's the American Horror Story stories. And I was like, I don't know. Ever since I had kids, I'm really like, I don't want to watch scary shit and everything. But what's great about this series, it's not like, because Ryan Murphy can be really... <laughs> over the top a little bit with everything yeah. but they're it's psychological more and it's invoking a lot of feelings and I think with all of your designs like the milkmaids and lake and like the dollhouse the design really lends to like invoking these emotions like I just think all of all, I don't know how you did them all but they're all so well done so a, a really great job on that I really enjoyed Thank you it so much yeah yeah it's a uh... It's not easy. No. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no. You finish and you're like, you feel like you just run like the longest marathon in the world. Because you know, they're movies. Just... I mean, they're many movies. The quality exactly. of what like we're, you're putting out, it's it's a little film. Like it's not, you know, it's not who's the boss. It's not. Right. <laughs> it's not. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's funny. There's There's such a, and I find this across the industry, and I'm sure you can attest to this too. There's such a, a bar at this point 
Yeah. Nothing. I haven't really seen anything that looks bad in a really long time. I mean, everything looks really good yeah. and everything looks feature quality. I mean, for the most part on TV these days, everything is, is aiming towards that. And yet as a, as a show, we're on a much tighter timeline with tighter budgets and everything else. We don't have the luxury of that super yeah. long prep time and to really concept this stuff out. And, um, and it makes it more challenging on into the dark. They were a little more willing because we were a little more indie, you know, special effects would get cut or locations would get cut or we would condense things, you know, there yeah. we were able to do those things on that series. And that's what ultimately saved us. And, you know, you would have to kind of be like, this is the best we could do. Yeah. With, and I'm very proud of the work I did. I think my favorite is current occupant and <laughs> period seventies and psychological. And, you know, and I think we did a great job given all of our limitations, but you kind of had that, but that's not the case, as you know. No. On, on this no. type of series that you and I have done, it's it's it, the expectation, the demand that you know is there, and you have to deliver, and it pushes you to do things. I think that you don't really think are possible. Oh yeah, definitely. Before, yeah. <laughs> before you know, I came out of the season kind of like, whew, yeah, you know, okay. Yeah, wow, I came. I mean, I came out of impeachment, and I was like, I don't ever want to work again. <laughs> After the first season, I took, I took the rest of the year off. I was like, I went to Europe. I saw friends. I went home and visited family. I just, I took, and then it started back up in January and we finished in August. So it was nice. And this, this year I am looking and we're chasing some things and I, I'm fully ready to work again. I guess it's just because I've done it. Maybe it was a little easier. It helps you to take a break. Like I took off from March to May this year. Mm-hmm. Like, like not even tell, I'm not even telling anyone I'm not working. I'm not, I'm just going under the radar. I'm, I'm out of sight. And it was great. And, and you need, and I, for me, I need to like fall back in love a little bit and forget yep. the pain. <laughs> like, I need right. to forget the trauma a little bit and, and fall back in love. And then I'm like, let's go, let's take on this big show. <laughs> yeah. No, so, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's me. That's my, uh, that's my cycle. <laughs> I, I absolutely need a break after most shows. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be months, but yeah, a month. There, there is a period for me to kind of come down off that adrenaline, sleep yeah. in, yeah, chill out, go Recover. out to lunch. It's kind of yeah. yeah, and then then I'm like okay, and and I have a lot of friends and coworkers that will roll right into yeah. both my art directors roll right into, and I was like, you're nuts. Well, I- <laughs> I, up until that break this year, minus COVID, I haven't, I don't even know the last time I've had a break. So it was, I loved COVID. COVID was awesome. Me too. (laughs) And then, um, and then I needed that break again. Just, you know, I just got to, I got to hang out with, I have almost four year old twins. So I got to hang out with them. um, Are you, uh, are you watching anything now you're really enjoying and, and um, inspiring? anything i'm watching a lot of i've been we've been in a big halloween push because it's october we're trying to watch mostly scary movies and lately we've been putting on a lot of vintage horror like so amc's playing oh yeah well i always loved tcm always did uh 30 days of like that was that's always my favorite Yeah. yeah 
Yeah, I whatever's whatever we can find that's on, we're, we've kind of been putting on. So it's been nice because I've been watching stuff I haven't seen in a really, really long time. Yes. And then, you know, we rewatched the the Halloweens because the next one launches next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I there's 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 so much stuff getting ready to come out right now oh, in yeah. this vein on the streaming. Um, I, I find inspiration in everything I watch to some extent. I think you can draw inspiration or or gain a perspective or an idea on something. Um, so I'm my I love to watch stuff because it does inspire me and and give me new ideas or new ways to new takes on things. But I would say I watched Monster and I thought. And that was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt true to the characters from mm-hmm. from everything I've read, um, which is Dahmer, right? Yeah, yeah. I I'm I think I'm five episodes in. I got to take it slowly. <laughs> My husband actually, we did a half episode last night, and he goes, "I don't think I want to watch the rest of this." And I'm like, "I know yeah. the 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 Art. thing about it being true." And I know some of the scenes are like played up, but I mean, basically this is true because he told everything he did. Basically, it's like, oof, this is, it's a hard watch, I find. (laughs) It is. We, we watched, we binged a bunch of it and, and same, my boyfriend was like, you know, he's not a big horror person and and I find it interesting, but it's also a lot. It's a lot of darkness to take in. Yeah. and we skipped around a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and that kind of, I think, helped. Um, we kind of went to six because that was a really good character one. And then I think we went to 10 and because um, it's like we get it right. It's like, yeah, we know. yeah, yeah, yeah. We know it's, it's just the same thing to these people over and over, yeah. basically. I and... do think I'm what I like about it, because I had talked to the production designer, um, Matthew Flood Ferguson, is um, he, he, they were doing dumber the same time we were doing impeachment and he was like oh yeah our colors is urine what's your color and i'm like oh we're oatmeal <laughs> we're phlegm and oatmeal like what are you he's like oh yeah we're all urine like that's our color palette that's I'm like, so funny oh, i do God. think i remember hearing that because i think <laughs> yeah. we were on season one when they were doing monster and we were supposed to get evan peters to reprise his role as tate and just in the first oh, episode right right and he had four story monster and he, there, I think there was something else even in play and it was just like we just couldn't the timing yeah. we couldn't get him and um and then he actually he was scouting with us on the first episode on dollhouse oh fun. he was around uh shadowing a little bit sure. and uh he's lovely and he loved the bedroom he was like this bedroom Good. is amazing and I was like are you serious? I was like, I don't, I don't like him as an, I don't know what it was in the original horror story that made me mm-hmm. like, not like him, but then he was so good in mayor of East town. So good. So yeah. good. And then he's so good in this. I'm like, all right, now yeah. I like you. Like I think <laughs> he's a really good actor and he's, he's method. I was talking to somebody <laughs> the show and he said he was dark, like during that, he said he was dark like you would he was just in that space and i always find that so interesting yeah um because he's he's very sweet and nice and easy to talk to and you know and then to imagine him in that mental space of Dahmer, yeah. it's really interesting that's why i love what we do it's so yeah. you know it's the, all these different artists and all these different crafts yeah 
It is great. So, I, it is. Uh, I have uh, actors in like full makeup now, and it's okay. it's great to see how their like mannerisms because they're older, like how they're portraying oh. being older. Like I'm, I'm kind of fascinated when I'm watching dailies of like, oh wow, they're doing a really good job of, oh cool, being like older. So. Yeah, I, I could never be an actor. I don't know about acting. I know me either. <laughs> never do that. Don't judge me on this. <laughs> Every time I start a show, I gain five pounds. I don't know how they keep it together. Right. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but, stop bringing donuts, Crafty. Please. I know. I don't even. I don't, I, it's stress belly. I have stress belly. <laughs> I can't help myself. It's like I get on set and then like, and the bad things are there and I'm like, and you're stressed. And yeah. so you're like, oh, I'm stressed. Yeah, I, I want this. that comfort food, yeah. you know, whatever those things are. Well, and, I think, the, I think one of the best things for me is now a crafty's like behind like a, like a shroud. <laughs> like you yeah. can't, so you yeah. have to ask someone for what you want. And it's kind of embarrassing to me. I don't yeah. know. I've done it and I'll be like, no, I don't want that donut. I want the other I want the chocolate one. <laughs> and then you're like, this is weird. I can't be asking for this. Forget it. <laughs> so that saves me from going to Crafty, but <laughs> the embarrassment of it. Um, you know, we got a big game today. <laughs> I don't know if you're... Yeah. I know you're from Philly, but uh, Eagles fan. We got a big game today. Big, big Eagles fan. Big game. That's why I was like, oh. I had to check what time the game was on before I scheduled this. I was like, oh, totally. it's a late game. And so it'll be okay because I didn't even know. I didn't even know our Philly connection. But, uh, yeah. do you? So you're into football at all? You watch it? Uh, yeah. 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 I do. Five and I out. I love football. Nice. I know. And I'm on a fantasy league, and I was oh, trying to get – our quarterback and someone snaked him as like a Ugh. backup and I was like devastated I was like no so I I, I actually and, and this is like blasphemy I ended Don't. up with the D Dallas quarterback and then he got hurt so now I've got the Raiders for which is better right because oh, yeah, so I, yeah. I had a back so I'm using him somehow and I haven't checked in in a couple weeks because I'm terrible at this because I, I know about my team right but right. I don't know like most people know so much about yeah I teams. I don't I known about our team I, I did get like um I tried to snag as many eagle players as I could so that I, when I watched the game I get excited I got like our kicker and like our somebody from our defense? defensive line yeah yeah defense I, I got defense and the kicker and then like one receiver I think and um and then it's a mix of all these other teams but I haven't even checked in and then I looked the other day and I'm like second nice. <laughs> in the draft and, I have, nice. and I'm like I don't even I have like the like the quarterback that's not as good as the quarterback I had, even though I was like, how do I pick this quarterback? But he was like the best quarterback available. Well, this is, this is why I don't do fantasy because I don't want to yeah. cheer for other teams. I don't want to, exactly. it's, you know, I love the Eagles and anyone who plays Dallas. That's always the. That's, that's exactly it. So he's hurt. So I don't have anybody else from Dallas. And like I said, I'm not cheering for them because I haven't been paying attention. I'm just somehow doing well. Yeah. And I'm going to try to trade for, hurts because well it's a good strategy i'm not paying attention just letting it play out as long as your people don't get hurt you got a good yeah. team then you got a solid I keep team checking in every once in a while yeah but i i will be watching the game yeah i love it i i get so excited in august when like it's oh about my, to be oh oh my god i love it there's there's you know, there's a point in like july where you're like when is it come when I have so much time on Sundays. I don't know what to do. With myself. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I can't wait. And then I don't pay attention to preseason. And then it's the real thing. Yeah. And it's so great. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same preseason. Yeah. I'm like, eh. no. we did go to a preseason game. I took my dad and brother for their birthday. It was August. And nice. 
at, at the link. And that was really cool because I hadn't been there. It's nice. Oh, it's so nice, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I really like it. It's a great stadium. It's great views everywhere. And it's, it's, yeah. really, it's great. Yeah. It's pretty. Do you baseball at all? I, I mean, I love the Phillies, so I'm in. But they're, they're, um, they're in that the hunt right now. I mean, I they were doing really, really well. I try to go when the Phillies play the Dodgers because I like Dodger Stadium. I think that's a good stadium. I went when we beat them. We were yes. in that four game series. And yeah, yeah. I think last game, and I'm wearing my Phillies shirt, <laughs> and my boyfriend's a huge Dodger. He's an LA guy, and. And we're meeting his friends and, and everybody's so polite. Like I'm about to say, they're like, oh, you must be really happy. And I'm really, like, I was paying attention, but you know, yeah. I'm like, I had been to Dodger Stadium. I was like, it's really cool. And they're like, wow, this is, and they're being really, and I'm like, this would not happen at home. Like no, if you were wearing that no. gear and walking around, people would not be politely no, telling you. No, 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 no. I was at a game where they, <laughs> I wasn't at the game where they pelted Santa, but I was at a game where someone in, in in um at the links uh they they just started pelting someone with San Francisco uh, jerseys on like with snowballs and I was like oh my god this is awful but you well I think the Dodgers fans got their hands slapped so much for being such yeah. from that guy God forbid being you know hurt and you can't even tailgate at the Dodgers right. like it's such a bummer <laughs> but. Yeah. They ruined it for everyone, that poor guy. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I do. I follow. I don't follow baseball, but I'm a Phillies fan. I'm a Sixers fan. I'm a fly. You know, I'm just a yeah, Phillies fan. Too. I'm the same. I'm all Philly all, all day long. And South Jersey, you still stay yeah, Philly that's fan. Philly. Yeah, that's Philly. But that's I, how you distinguish. A... Like, oh no, you're from New York. If you like the Giants or you yeah, like right, the Yankees, right. like you're from New York. I, I met a girl, I was on a show, and I forget what show now, but she wore vintage Cunningham jersey. Nice. And I remember seeing him play, right? And so I'm like, yeah. oh, you're from Philly? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, whereabouts? <laughs> and then she's like, oh, no. She And she's like, Cherry Hill. And I'm like, girl, oh, <laughs> over the bridge. Like, you know? And because she's like saying it, and then that she was caught. Because the minute I'm like, where? She's like, you know, I yeah. can kind of see it yeah. in the face. Because it doesn't matter to like anybody that's not from no. there. They're not going to. I mean, and it is Jersey so cool. I used to bartend in Cherry Hill. I mean, it's not like I was Little Miss Cherry Hill. <laughs> oh my god, how funny! <laughs> I don't know how my mom made that. Ha I don't know what zip awesome. code she lied about for us to like get in that one, but whatever. Um, yeah, I I do think. I mean, I always say I'm from Philly. I have more collective years in Philly than I do South Jersey. So you, that's you actually live there. I think yeah. it's I look. I think I get it. It if you I'm from Cherry Hill. Where the fuck is that? Yeah. You say you're from Philly. Who knows where that is? It yeah. makes sense. Me, Cherry Hill is right over the bridge. You live there. I say Philly. I'm from Lansdale, but it's 30 minutes outside. The, I think everybody fibs a little. It was I like, just funny because yeah, because you, yeah, you got <laughs> caught by by someone else. I like yeah. that during this uh, interview. I feel like a little bit of our Philly accents came out a little bit. <laughs> oh, totally. I still say water. Water. Like, oh, uh, no, nah, I can't give that up. It doesn't no. sound right. And then I have to stop myself to say water. I don't even. I and never I still really don't even think about it. Yeah. I can't when do I it. first moved out here, I was like, can I get a water? And the waitress was like, what? And I was like, you know what I said? Yeah, water. She was like, and my friend's like, uh-oh. And I'm like, like, looking at the woman, like, maybe say it again. There's enough Philly people out here that they know what water is. They don't have to pretend. I feel like we have, like, it's, I, I like, 
I like the East Coast edge out here because I feel yeah. like, you know, in New York, it's New York and it's t- in that way, it's tougher actually than Philly and people are, anyway, it's more real, right? It's yeah. more real, but I, I've, I've found that it's, it's benefited me out here, I think. Oh yeah. Because forthright yeah. and kind of hunt and, it's and everything. Not as, and I, we're not as laid back, but yeah. we enjoy the laid backness, but like we know how to get up and go. We yeah, gotta exactly. like, we need, you know, we know, we know where the hustle has to come in. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and I do love that. Um, this has been fun. I know, thank you. I hope I get to meet you. So, I mean, you're in LA, are you, you're... Wasn't Eve just a delight? And I do feel like our Philly accents came out a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> um, I didn't even know it was such. It was so such a nice discovery that she's from Philly, and we um, we uh, got to talk a little Philly before the uh, interview started. So it was super nice to um, just dive right into someone feeling. I don't know when you find someone find out someone's from like your hometown or anything. There's always just a little connection there, so that's always nice. And. Um, I really hope it came through in the interview of how much work it's going into anthology limited series or series like this, just how much prep you actually get versus your shooting and the importance I feel that a hiatus gives um, your creative people and all of your rigging people and just everyone to sort of break and refocus into uh, the next episode and try to give your 100% into there. So, um, I haven't really had a lot of hiatuses lately on shows that I've been working on. And um, I miss him. I miss him a lot. So, yeah. Um, I, I'm super thankful that Eve gave me that time. And if you can, check out American Horror Stories. Uh, I think it's... Oh, I watched it on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And I'm exciting, uh, excited to see uh, what she does next. I like that she's a horror or sci-fi fan, and that she's just going for it and enjoying the work and the genre. Um, yeah. So thank you, Eve, and um, go birds. <laughs> I hope you got an earful. I'm Kim Wanna for decorating pages. With holidays right around the corner, the perfect gift. For anyone who has a pool and loves to float in style is Stogie Floaty Luxury Pool Float. Available now on Etsy and stogiefloaty.com.